0: This is uncomfortable. Hello and welcome to 2020. This uh, episode, we're gonna kick off the year talking about aliens. Aliens. Hey yo! Probably because we're trying to escape this place. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, word. (laughs) Especially in this year of 2020, Mm -hmm. we are ready to get out of here. Kicking it off intensely. So I wanted to start with some numbers real quick and get those out of the way because I know if you have a lot of numbers thrown at you you kind of lose track of what the hell you're thinking or hearing. So I want to start out with, um, in basically the last few decades, we've discovered more planets than ever before, right? Mm-hmm. And they theorize that there's about 10,000 stars for every grain of sand on Earth. Like That's a kind of equivalent yeah. of it. Yeah. So they also say that they're theorizing, the they being scientists, they're theorizing that 5% of those 10,000 stars for every grain of sand are similar to our sun or 5% of them. So about 500 billion billion stars are similar to our sun. And then that one fifth of that has a planet of similars to ours. Um, so that's a lot. Yeah. It's a fucking lot. It's a billion billion. So if you cut yeah, that down, down to like a billion billion. <laughs> so if you cut that down, <laughs> like let's say one in every thousand of those earth-like planets have life and then cut that down even further. One of every 1,000 of those have intelligent life. That's still 10,000 planets similar to our Earth with intelligent life in our galaxy alone.
1: Yeah, there's definitely something smarter on one of those planets. So
0: wrap your head around that theory. Okay. <laughs> Just to get those numbers out of the way. Okay. There's a crapload of suns and stars and planets and Earths and moons, whatever. Lots of places for this to yes. happen. Lots of stuff we still haven't even discovered. Um, we don't even know our own ocean. There's definitely something out <laughs> there. We're still discovering new life on our own planet. Exactly. <laughs> So, anyway, today I wanted to talk about some, I don't know if you'd call them conspiracy theories, but let's be real, they're conspiracy theories about aliens, and I'm super hyped about the subject. Yes. I did not realize prior to thinking about the subject how much I love the idea of of aliens and how much it absolutely terrifies me. I'm going to be honest, I don't know if I've ever seen you this excited. Yeah, I don't (laughs) know why. (laughs) And that includes dogs, like this is, this is big. I don't know I go that far, uh, but that's a little, yeah, I'm pretty stoked I on it. it. <laughs> I, think, I think what blows my mind is that we always wonder if we're the only people on Earth, right? Mm-hmm. Or in the world or in the galaxy or whatever. And I just, I, I don't think that human beings could really answer or really, like, grasp or comprehend or be okay with either answer, mm-hmm. whether that be yes or no. Yeah. And I think that's why this topic's so awesome, because... If we figure out any answer, it's going to blow all of our collective minds and change life as we know it. So that's just really exciting for me, and I think that either way, whether it be we are alone or we're not, it's going to be crazy. it's exactly what you're saying. It
1: absolutely changes our mode of life, because if we are completely alone and we're an anomaly, like, I don't know how much of that would change just because we're already, like, being really nihilistic and, like honestly seems like reaching the end of, like, uh, any type of civil... Well, not the end of civilization. I know that things look really bad when you have a lot of information at once, but that things, honestly, overall, like, we tend to, like, try to do better. That is still super lonely, but the idea that there might be that many different civilizations to contend with and learn from... We do not really have a history uh, as a species of being... Very considerate of other types of living things. No. So. Not yeah. at all. Plus, I like sci-fi. This usually doesn't go super well, as far as like a lot of the humans that have hypothesized yeah. about it think.
0: Anyway, I want to get into like what yes. how we would react later. Yeah. But I want to start with a couple of like common theories that people have just had over the decades, you know, millennia, whatever. Okay. Um, first, being that. Uh, this is, like, a more recent one. Uh, we, If we even found intelligent life on other planets, because we're finally, at that point, we're, like, we're getting samples back from Mars and we're testing them, all this stuff. Um, we wouldn't even realize it if we saw it because we're looking for life as we know it now. So yes. We're looking for things that are indicators of life as we know it now. Yeah. So if it's some other thing that's evolved on a different planet or in a different galaxy, we wouldn't even know how to recognize it. So maybe we could have already found it, but we don't know because we're not looking for it. So those things are marked as like, you know, quote-unquote, lacking in significance, and so we kind of disregard them, but maybe we've already found it. So one of the things that kind of supports that is those selective attention tests. I don't know if you ever remember doing this, but like, there's one that's a YouTube video of like all these people playing basketball in a small circle, passing it back and forth, and what you're not realizing is that like another person's walked behind them, and you're supposed to, like, notice that person, and you don't even realize they're there because you're so focused looking at the people playing basketball. So it's stuff like that where... Mm. I mean, there's probably games for that, too, where you're looking at this one object, and you're supposed to be being super hyper-aware of everything that's going on, and you can't even see the human being walking by because you're so focused on something else.
1: Yeah, there's, like, even bridal shower games where, like, uh, you bring out a tray of, like, little tiny trinkets and stuff, and it's a tray full of it, and... The, the bride walks around with it, and is you. She, nobody says anything. They just say, pay really close attention. So everybody's staring at the tray. But then when she walks out of the room, the question is, okay, what was the bride wearing? Describe as much as you can.
0: Oh, eh. yeah, it's stuff like that, where yeah. you're looking one way, but you know something else passes you. So yeah. that, that's kind of the theory behind that. So,
1: so they could just be hiding in plain sight.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We could have already been in contact with it or whatever, you know. Tell like, them, so, <laughs> I'm leaving. Theory number two takes all the way back to 1947 when a wonderful little flying saucer was found in Roswell, New Mexico mm-hmm. and sparked the theory of Area 51 being in existence and where they're testing, uh, you know, alien stuff and keeping it from the public. So theory number two brings us to we found aliens and the government is keeping it from us. Yes, <laughs> which actually in recent light... Seems to be true. (laughs) Listen. (laughs) Listen, Linda. (laughs) The fact that for so long, people, government, was recording our every spoken word and had access to it and didn't tell us helps me believe that they could be hiding anything from us and we wouldn't know it.
1: Listen, one of these theories says that most of our government is reptilians hiding in human suits. <laughs> and honestly, at this point, I'm willing to fucking buy it. Some I've people, seen Men in Black. Some people are very strange looking.
0: <clears throat> I've
1: seen Men in Black. I, uh, that's
0: all I'm saying. Yeah, so, I mean, obviously the whole Roswell thing has been debunked, but also it was debunked by the government as far as I'm concerned, and so I don't still buy it. But anyway, they still took, like, 20 years to make, like, a pr- official statement stating that it was just a surveillance balloon from some military mission and it's like blah blah blah. That's literally what men in black said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lie. Yeah, so still up for debate, but the second one is that the government's covering it all up. Um, also I'd like to honor roll mention right now MK Ultra and talk about mm-hmm. that crap yes. what the government pulled. Let's insane. talk about MK Ultra for yeah, sure. Yeah, okay. So for those of you who don't know, MKUltra was a mind control program. Completely legit, actually happened by the CIA yeah. where they use things like LSD, electroshock, hypnosis, uh, sem- sensory deprivation, isolation, verbal and sexual abuse, and torture to try to mind control human beings in the fucking United States. Uh, that's actually kind of what uh,
1: happens to Eleven in Stranger Things. It's yeah. like what they're alluding yeah. to is that that's like basically MK Ultra. Yeah. And that's why she's. Uh,
0: this actually happened, though. Yeah, no, this is real. Like, our, our CIA yeah. did this. But, I mean, the thing is, is, like, the, to... there's
1: a long history of people. People in power don't get vetted by some supreme being. People in power are just as kooky as everybody else. And they they think some weird shit, dude. Because even if we go back to, like, other types of experiments that happen in other wartime eras... <sighs> There are yeah. a lot of <laughs> things that humans are willing to do to each other. I can't imagine what we'd be willing to do to, like, something else Aliens. we found.
0: Yeah. 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 Can you imagine alien tech if we found that? We wouldn't even recognize it. Yeah. So. So, so far, I'm, I'm on board with this theory that the government's covering it up just based on their MK track ultra record. ultra existing in yeah. general. Their track record in general. Yeah. So, that's theory number two. <clears throat> so, theory number three... Is ancient aliens. Okay. And so, what this theory basically <laughs> what this theory basically states is that a- uh, aliens came in prehistoric times, and their presence here influenced uh, development of modern cultures, our technology, our religion, and even sometimes human biology. Um, you know, not all at once, but a lot of theories say these different ty- types of things.
1: Yeah, this um, is the Anunnaki alien. A yeah. Lot of these so, like.
0: These Sumerian beliefs. Uh, the idea is that there's it's twofold one there's documentary gaps in historical and archaeological records and it can be explained by alien presence um, scientists always say that obviously say that like just because there's a documentary gap doesn't mean that aliens were there but i mean if you're down b- with the series it doesn't not mean it doesn't not mean that <laughs> and then also um, it links it to include archaeological artifacts that are considered beyond the accepted technological capabilities of historical cultures within that, the time period with, their so- with, with which they're associated. So if you think about the Easter Island heads, Stonehenge, the Egyptian pyramids, all of those kinds of things, uh, we've always wondered how humans have, were able to do that.
1: Yeah, um, I've been to Cairo. Those rocks are huge, mm-hmm. like massive, larger. Mm-hmm. I mean, some of them are larger than like a like a a room. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how without. I mean, I know there's lots and lots of shows and like like, postulations about this, and there's, there's lots of theories. Yeah, sure. Um, there is also the idea that, like, if you throw enough human suffering at anything, you can definitely do that, mm-hmm. because a lot of that was built by just sheer numbers of people that, slaves. you know. Yeah, yeah slaves. Absolutely. So it was people who were considered expendable, and, like, I, that's just something that um, a friend of mine always says, that, like, if you, you know, if you throw enough human suffering at anything, and honestly, like, if a, a tyrant is willing to do it, then they can do that, but... Also, I've seen that those stones are just, they're just so massive. It's, the scale of them is so massive, and I understand people throughout history have, like, done really interesting, like, architectural things that would seem impossible for the time, and it was just, like, artisanal Mm -hmm. and things people devoted, like, literally decades to, but Mm -hmm. uh, some things are just beyond human ability. Absolutely. And I want to know about those.
0: Yes. So, (laughs) it still leaves the question... Obviously, the theories of them being you know done by slaves and whatnot, totally feasible. But also, it could be aliens. Maybe it's aliens. Maybe it's aliens. <laughs>
1: That's the thing too. Is I feel like there's always you know there's there's the the facts that we have, and they kind of lay as this like low mist. And then there's all this space of sky, and all of that sky is possibility. So in there, in the in the in the non possibility of it not being aliens is also the possibility aliens. <laughs> yes, it could be aliens. It could. the theme
0: of today. The theme of today is, it could have been aliens. So here's my thing. Um, with all of these, we don't know. Yeah. Because we don't have the photography or the written word or what, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, all that stuff, even written word, is subject for interpretation and... Translation. Translation and change over time. I mean, look at the Bible. That's changed a couple times. and yeah. That's all, you know, kind of... Everything is everything. like a living yeah. document, basically. So... We don't know is the answer to that. Yeah. But also, if you look at um, prehistoric or ancient, uh, like I don't want to say scriptures, but like cave drawings or mm-hmm. like the they you know did those huge slabs where they carve stuff out. Yeah. There's people depicted there that are obviously not. Uh, they a look human different form. from the human form. They could be whatever. So another theory part of that is that. They theorize that some, if not all, deities from religions are extraterrestrial in origin.
1: Yeah, that so, was one of the alien types I saw. Was the one that I just brought up? Is that like that? That's where they right like that Sumerian idea of God came from. Was like an alien that had come, like, out, maybe an alien race. I don't know if it was mm-hmm. just one. I mean, yeah. What wouldn't if an alien came down now? You don't think some faction of people would start worshiping them? Oh, 1,000%, without question. Yeah, they all, I mean, technically there already is. That's yeah, kind of what all of this is about.
0: who's to say, I mean, it, I guess it goes back to how you define what an alien is, but who's to say that the gods that we, as a species, worship um, Well, technically worship they would now, be aliens no matter what. Yeah, so, <laughs> I mean, there is some logic in that yeah. theory, too. It's like, the gods we currently worship could have been aliens that existed and religion, happened upon
1: Earth. If religion is spiritual and, like, spiritual is, like, you know, both part of, like, a mind-body-spirit, like, idea of, like, I think of the way that a lot of people try to live, like, I'm not saying God is an alien. I'm just saying, conceptually, if you put it down on paper, the types of things that we're looking for in these, like, larger-than-us, larger-than-life ideas, they have a lot in common.
0: Well, I'm saying God's an alien. Okay, God's an alien. <laughs> there you go. Ooh, I mean, you heard it here first. They're not of our Earth, I honestly. mean, that's exactly. But yes. another
1: thing is, too, is that w- one of the things I was looking at with all of these that I kind of wanted to touch on later, I don't want to interrupt you, but um, was that most of the forms that I found, because I mostly looked at types of aliens, was that almost all of them were humanoid. Mm -hmm. And any idea that wasn't humanoid mostly came from like fiction and sci-fi.
0: Isn't that kind of narcissistic? I well, the
1: it makes me really question. That's the one. Honestly, I would be all on board except for the idea that no one has really ever talked about dreaming about or being abducted by anything that didn't kind of look like them. Mm -hmm. Which just to me kind of shows. If it's delusion, a limited imagination. Or it could also be that aliens are choosing to manifest in that form because we're so simplistic... And we would be more comfortable and receptive to it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Another thing that I've been saying to Sam lately is that um, I suspect that I don't even know if he might be aware of it, but like the Lucas like dynasty, that like maybe we're being introduced to Star Wars as like a fictional idea, but it's getting so all-encompassing into all parts of our culture and all parts of our like. Lives because this fictional idea is being planted in our heads so that later we can be introduced into, like, a galactic society where, like, we're, like, kind of the last people on board because we're so infantile and violent.
0: Oh, so, like, (laughs) this idea wasn't unique to humans. Someone had implanted this idea to our society so that one day when we're ready...
1: One day when we're ready, they can be like, hey,
0: it ain't fiction. But also that might just be wishful thinking. Yes. Okay, go ahead. I have another theory for that. Mm -hmm. Um. The next theory is that aliens have already found us. Okay. And there's like you know a number of reasons why they pieced out and bide. Um, I have five that Both I want inc- to yeah <laughs> that I want to talk about. <clears throat> One of them is that they're waiting until we are intelligent enough to join the rest of. The universe, basically. That one. So that yeah, that's that ties exactly in with what, what you, what you yeah. just Yeah. So that's one of them. So the other ones with those are um, they saw it, they hated it, they moved on. They're like mm, <laughs> <That's>... hard pass. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I got it. The next one is that they're too smart, so it'd be the equivalent of like coming to Earth and talking to us would be the equivalent of us trying to have a conversation with an anthill. Got it. Where they so, saw it and were like, Oh that's cute. Oh, cute. And then just yeah. like
1: walked on. Yeah, like
0: okay. I'm I'm good, I don't need any of that. The next is that they're too busy. Um, this kind of sparks the idea for me of the Guardians of the Galaxy. They've, they've got other stuff they've got to do. You know, maybe their life's in turmoil and they got to find more planets or whatever it might be. So they're like, they'll find us when they figure it out, but yeah, we've got shit to like, do. Yeah, we're too busy oh. for you guys. <laughs> And then the last one is we're in the wrong place. So the way that I pictured this is... Um, we're in the middle of Iowa, and everyone else is in uh, Los Angeles, or, okay. yeah, New York. So it's just a matter of, we have to get to them. Which
1: I did, honestly,
0: what was it we were,
1: maybe I was watching this media with you, but it was, like, basically a zoom out of, like, where we are in the galaxy, and it was kind of just like, yeah, we're kind of, like, in the middle of nowhere, and it's not, there's nothing really particularly, it's not that there's nothing special about it, it's that the universe is so big. Yeah, in every direction. And, like, where we are doesn't have there's no, we're not, like, at, like, a an intersection or a corner or, like, the front of the universe. We're not in the middle of the
0: metropolis of the universe. we're
1: not the center of it. So, people, I think that's another thing, too, is maybe we conceptualize that, like, oh, if they were out there, they'd have found us. That's the idea, that we are the very center of everybody else's existence with, like, what you're saying. Totally ties back into the narcissism. Exactly! Like, everyone looks like us and we're the center. Yeah, yeah. And they're all just waiting to contact us but they're, like, it's,
0: you know. We're, we're in the middle of the boat in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean.
1: The thing is, too, is, like, maybe the government just hasn't told us because they already know aliens don't care about us and they don't want to hurt our feelings. <laughs> 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 Dummies. Yeah. That would be cute, though. I, I mean, yeah. Okay. But I want to meet them. Yeah. I want to go up there.
0: I don't. Hard pass. <laughs> <laughs> Hard pass. So the last theory I wanted to talk about was called the great, it's called the great filter theory. Okay. And so if you think about the progression of life, um, overcoming hurdles as it uh, evolves throughout life, you know, we, we, we started as simple uh, single cell creatures and turned into multi-cell creatures over and over and over again. And basically on this planet, we've gone past all other creatures into having intelligent life and being the level of intelligence we are today. Mm -hmm. So we've gone past all other creatures that we know in existence to be the most intelligent creatures that we know of. That we know of, yes. And so the idea is that either we're the first species in the entire existence of everything to do that, or we're one of many species to do that, and other species have gone far beyond where we're at. So our species as a human race is waiting now for the next big hurdle to go over so that we can face this next evolution or this next transformation to become the next version of intelligent life. Okay. Hopefully so th- we're
1: not the next dinosaurs, but
0: cool. Yeah. I mean, our, our Earth's probably going to die before that happens, so absolutely now. Yeah. Yeah, so th- the theory is that either A, we are the farthest to come as a, as a species, or B, we've got a ways to go before we ma- m- you know, meet up with everyone else. And we just haven't got there yet, and now human beings are facing some sort of evolutionary evolvement into a higher, better being.
1: Not to, like, always, like, turn this back to a spiritual conversation, but what if it really is just about, like, transcending a physical body, and it, like, when you're talking about a filtration, like, theory, like, what if it's just not on this plane? What if Heaven's Gate
0: had it right? (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, that was Don't join uh, that
1: cult. Commercial break, <laughs> please. Sorry. No,
0: you're totally fine. Um. But yeah, I mean, honestly, what if there is something about just the transcendence of not being within the being or whatever it is, you know? Yeah,
1: that's I mean, especially too when you when you frame it like, I understand we're talking about actual physical life and like millions of years of evolution that like. That's slightly different than a physical plane and a spiritual plane and the difference between the two. But I I do think that it matters that this, like, filtration idea should be all-encompassing and include a level of, like, um, energy versus a physical thing. Mm-hmm. Like, energy does matter. Literally, the other types of life in the universe might actually be watching us because they're right there because they've already... What if the highest form of life is oxygen and it has evolved past everything and it's just watching all of this and that's why it nurtures us? Like, what if the highest forms of it are just elements? Like, there are so many other forms of life that we, like, don't consider to be alive that could already be...
0: Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. My mind's just kind of hard like, to... It, I can't it's grasp much. it. It's like, too Yeah, much. it's too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so So what other types of aliens did you come up with? Okay,
1: so you you did cover (laughs) most of them, but another thing that I started to get suspicious of is that some of the ones at the end of this list... Sounded like ones that I've heard literally in Galaxy Quest and Men in Black, where I was like, I don't think these shows pulled this alien. I think this show made up this alien, and this list is like trolling me because okay. I don't know if Arcturians are an actual type of alien, but that's the bottom of the list. This is the top. T- this is the top ten types of aliens that have been theorized to either. Um, abduct or show themselves to people and that people have interacted with throughout history or that, like, mostly theorize about. Number one, top of the list, um, are gray aliens. Those are, um... Big eyes, lanky... Yeah, zeta reticulans uh, is apparently their... I don't know their scientific name. Apparently they have one. Um, they're the most common. They're about three to four feet tall. Um...
0: Little green men. The gray men.
1: No, this is not that. They're actually a lot. They're three to four feet tall. Little green men are a lot smaller, and those are more of like a pop culture idea, but they do have a basis. Okay. Um, Grays are, consist of, so 43% of human encounters with aliens, they describe grays. Uh, Okay. This also could be popularized by the fact that Barney and Betty Hill, uh, they were basically the first widely reported abduction in the United States. (laughs) They claimed to be abducted September 19th into September 20th, uh, 1961. So this was about 14 years after Roswell. Um, I feel like maybe aliens had started to get kind of, you know... Well, I mean, I don't know. I'm not not debunking it. But that was the first uh, abduction that was, like, mostly, like, widely reported in the United States. And the aliens they described were greys. And they're kind of credited with being the first description of them that would be widespread because of the, the, the coverage of the story. Okay. Um, Greys were also the ones that were described in the 1947 uh, Roswell incident, and they were the ones that are basically shown the most uh, in our pop culture because they are, like, the most culturally iconic. Like mm-hmm. you, I was even just thinking about just, like, keychains and, like, a lot of graphics from the 90s and stuff of, like, all of those pictures. Those are—that's a gray. Like, yeah. you've seen a gray. Yeah.
0: You know what blows my mind about the Roswell thing is that when that first happened? The military is what reported about it, finding it an, an, like a UFO. Basically, they didn't say UFO, but they said like a unidentified flying disc or whatever. Yeah. What did I say? Flying um, object. Yeah, probably UFO. Yeah, it was a. I don't know, but anyway, it's like they they talked about it first, and then it took them so long to finally be like, no, it was this. Mar-mar-mar.
1: That's. I didn't know that. No, I'm I'm just pausing and surprised because I didn't know
0: that. Well, they they came out with, like, the press conference in uh, 1947 and then very quickly redacted it. Hmm. But then, like, it took so long for them to be like, all right, this is what it was, this is where it was from, blah, blah, blah.
1: Interesting. And suspicious. Yeah. That's kind of what I'm going
0: Also, is the tech in Area 51 that great that you can't just be transparent with your damn country? Like, are, is what you is what you're developing really that groundbreaking and important for whatever wars we're fighting in that I you mean, can't tell us or show us you know the something? internet
1: was like an was like a military tool that like got leaked to the public. It wasn't like this wasn't it wasn't supposed to be something that we all had because of the social precedents that it has created. Like look at how much we can like. Literally, like, the Arab Spring, I know that was a long time ago now, but, like, that basically only happened because Twitter existed. Like, there are so many things that happen when people are connected, and if that's one thing that they created in, like, the 70s and 80s, I'm not saying that, like, the tech is that great, because I feel like... No,
0: but look at how much we've accomplished now having the internet. That's what I mean, though. Why would they want that
1: power in the public all the time? Because at the same time, like, we all do a lot of great by being interconnected, but that's also, like, how hackers, like, learned all the shit they learned. But he's
0: also really, like, over... He... I I mean the government, Sorry, that was super rude. (laughs) Uh, The government's also being very uh, presumptuous that we give a shit about... Taking over the world with the internet, we really well, I mean, just honestly, want to share like photos of our dogs and stuff with each other. Well,
1: I don't, I don't mean that they think that you want to take over the world. I mean that people are capable of much more when they are interconnected in the way that the internet has oh, created. Gotcha. Okay. So if that has the potential to do that much, we don't know what else they could be like, could have thought up or created. Because you got to remember, like, it's not like when we say the government, it's not just this like shadowy nothing. It's comprised of people like you and I. But a lot of the time, like, a lot of the best of us are going to be headhunted for these projects. Like, even people who, like, succeed, uh, like, incredibly in their private industries will sometimes get recruited for government mm-hmm. projects because, obviously, we want the best minds on these things, right? And I'm not saying that's, like, a uniquely American thing. All governments are going to want to do that.
0: Here's the other thing on that. If, okay, so let's say, let's just go under the assumption that there are aliens at Area 51 mm-hmm. and this is a government cover-up. Yeah. Who's to say that the government also doesn't have the power to filter everything that's on the internet about aliens to fit their narrative? They
1: absolutely have the power to do that. Because I I, <laughs> I don't want to, like, get too much into this because I've been reading a lot about big data and, like, the way that our data is collected. And I know this is, like, not new information for everyone. No, but it's my But what we don't talk about is how much the gatherers of that data are all interconnected and working together. Like, don't think that Google's not working with the CIA. Like, the... Your entire life has been documented probably for the past two decades, and I know a lot of us just like sit back and kind of let, you know, let the social media that we use like kind of market to us and listen to the things that we need and like get like, you know, targeted ads for us on Instagram. That's fine. And but it off. that doesn't change the fact that all of this data on a much larger scale shows our habits as people and shows... Ways to access us as people, like it's it's what what has been learned about us is beyond whether or not you have anything to hide. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean?
0: So like it's how we operate as a human being, exactly,
1: and it it can be absolutely mimicked. I told this was like six months ago, but. It was after I heard that they were like testing AI for, um, like ass- assistance, just for like digital assistance for you know people to do things with, like personal assistance, basically. And I got a call that I think was a telemarketer that I think was a robot, but it was so human that I wasn't sure. It could have just been somebody bored at work. Like you don't know, <laughs> but it also did hello. That, it made My that, name like, is Katie. <laughs> How are you today? And it just had like a... One little pause that it had wasn't human enough that I was... But the thing is, is the technology has already reached commercial markets to be that close that I can't tell. We couldn't possibly know what the government is capable of. I'm not I don't even wanna make that make it sound like they're the best. Just remember that like all of the best minds of private contractors are also this is where collaborating all the money is. with these people. Yeah, anything with money, anything with power, like it's only gonna draw more of that. Like that's this, this is like, late stage capitalism, dude. Like all of it is already being concentrated in one but don't worry, it's... <laughs> this is uncomfortable. Okay, this is uncomfortable. I don't... Of course I went to fucking... Let's get back it. to aliens. Aliens! So, aliens, the government is capable. I don't know... Um, the thing that interests me a lot about Area 51 when you were bringing it up is that recently it has been kind of just, like, admitted that, like, yeah, there's, there's extraterrestrial shit at Area 51, and basically the world is so on fucking fire and just exploding in every direction that nobody blinked twice about it because we have bigger shit to deal with right now. I want to I know what's going on there. Now I now I want to know. Like, I don't even know if anything was going on at Area 51 before. Maybe they were just protecting the Roswell uh, UFO until the person came back for it, not person. I don't want to. I'm not trying to assume that person's species, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> we're inclusionary here. <laughs> that
0: being. That being. Through my back. okay so second type so we've got okay great sorry
1: oh my god so little green men um there's the reference to that comes from a hopskin the name of the area was hopskinville goblins i'm assuming that was like the sighting that happened Mm -hmm. um that was i think in the early 60s but also humanoid no hair large heads one of the ones that really weirded me out uh because I didn't think I'd ever heard of it, was, like, a Pleiadian uh, Nordic alien. Um, so these ones basically look hella human. The other ones don't. Like, you wouldn't... So a Nordic alien is so human-looking that it would be undetectable in a crowd. And they're described, so, basically, as, like, what a Nordic person would look like. It's, like, a high cheekbone, super pale hair, usually blue-eyed person. It looks like an elf,
0: basically. Yeah. 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 Like a Lord of the Rings elf. Literally. Okay. So, um, there's a person in my family, I will not name names, who thinks that we all came from aliens. That white people came from aliens.
1: I'm not gonna
0: lie. Hello racist, but... That is kind of hello racist.
1: Oh, wait, do they mean it in, like, a supremacy kind of way? Like, oh, this is why no, we're better? No,
0: like, like, they don't understand how pigmentation could have evolved in two different directions so far. Um, and have so you ever
1: looked at a map? <laughs> yeah. It has to do with weather. <laughs> yeah,
0: heli- Sorry, that's rude and <laughs> it's rugged, but it's it's it does. But anyway, someone in my family honestly kind of believes that. Okay. I I um, can't tell if they're joking, but I think there's some truth behind their statements on that, and I know that they're saying it as a joke, but also I think that there's part of them that believes it.
1: I'm also not going to lie, as I started to describe this to you, I started to worry that I might offend you because I was looking at your really nice cheekbones (laughs) and blonde hair, and I was like, I hope that Katie's not an alien, and she's about to take me back to... I don't know. You would love it, girl. <laughs> I would love it. I'm going to take you on my spaceship. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Justin Timberlake sings a great song like that. Um, so Andromedan aliens, so we're, oh, so I kind of skipped a, around because Nordic and Pleiadian are third and fourth on this list, and they're also described as very similar. Uh, like, the Plei- the Nordic aliens were described as Pleiadian. Um, Pleiadian aliens are considered uh, very gentle and peace-loving, also undetectable among people, great. so they're kind of the same. These,
0: um, these are not the Men in Blacks, ones that are like, no, like tenfold. Like, like, oh, yeah. okay, okay, no, great, no, those
1: okay. ones are very. And that's the thing is that like maybe <laughs> maybe those are the only liberties that Men in Black took. Is that like oh they made like fun, like weird like space aliens yeah. versus ones that like just looked like us and acted different.
0: So the first two are like gray and green
1: men or small little green men. Third and fourth are Nordic aliens and Pleiadian. They're kind of that kind of look like humans. Yeah, this is this is a list from a website called proofofalien.com. Um, it seemed run by a very dedicated person. I I don't really know much about the credibility of... Uh, but the thing is, is what I mean by that is that, like, all of this information is similar to other things that I found, but this is where it was all gathered in this list. From, Got it. From proofofalien.com. So Andromedan also... So fifth and sixth is Andromedan and... Oh, no, no, no. Andromedan and Alpha Draconian. So the reason I'm suspicious of this list is the picture for the Alpha Draconian alien I know for a fucking fact is the bad guy from Galaxy Quest. Okay. I know it. I'm gonna look it up. It's, dude, It's he's got this like spider, he's got spider legs coming out of his head and it's, it's used as the picture of what the Alpha Draconian looks like. So I got very suspicious because I was like, I know, I know this is from a movie that I love. So um, it is kind of listed as similar to um, uh, reptilians, which are humanoid, except they're scaly. Hmm. The other humanoids uh, have like smooth skin, usually no hair, but um, reptilians are considered really scaly. They have webbed fingers, um, usually about the same height of of people, a little bit smaller, four four to five feet. Uh, we're probably only getting taller than that average, honestly, because of all the hormones in our foods. So let's be real. Um,
0: so <laughs> and we have some weird selection where tall guys are the most attractive, and, and yeah, yeah, it's
1: I, yeah I've, heard, I've heard about those Tinder bios. Yeah, what is that? Uh, so Andromedin that I keep skipping around, with the fifth one. That's bipedal energy beings. So those ones are also undetectable, but they're mostly. It's because they don't use, like, if they take a form, it'll look human, but it's usually an energy being.
0: Um, oh, okay, I get what you're saying now. Yeah. It's like form is kind of irrelevant to them because they just work on the energy around them. Yeah. Or they are the energy.
1: Yeah, like, in the Golden Compass, ah. there's these really, like, like, angels are made of geometry, and that's really, like, weird to explain, but, like, that's the only way that our eyes can process them. Mm. It's just really, because they're made of, like, light fracture, basically. Yeah. It's, it's really cool as, as an explained idea. And that was another thing that I wanted to talk about with, non-humanoid aliens in a little bit because a lot of my favorite depictions of those obviously have come from sci-fi. I think maybe even if we have been visited by things that are non-humanoid, maybe we just didn't understand it. Because, like, I've had weird dreams. I've, like, I've dreamt of weird things. But, like, who's to say that that's not the same as someone, like, dreaming or being visited by a very humanoid-like alien that was different enough for, for your brain to, like, pay attention to it? You know what I mean? Yeah. So uh that covers five, six, seven, um eight on the list is Syrians, which is not spelled like the country. It's S I R I A N S, which is very close. This one said something about alien. I think the second half of this is like uh ideas that come from fiction because this one said something about oh they like to live near water. And I was like, what that okay that it's oddly specific. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know and possibly I've never... unique to the, the earth exactly like why would this be unique to earth if they're extraterrestrial and then Anunnaki was the one that i brought up that's the ninth most like ninth top um type and that one was the ancient sumerian god that they think that that type of alien is what appeared to uh like sumerian about what is it four thousand years ago okay um and then arcturians is the last on the list one i literally just wrote are these just movie references because arcturians is what Tommy Lee Jones is talking about, uh, like, the end of (laughs) The First Men in Black. I'm, I'm like, 90% sure that it was an Arcturian, and I've heard no other reference to that type of alien. Okay. Um, So I'm not quite sure about the ends of those. But um, I did think that was interesting that 43% of them were greys, but that there were so many other categories of, like, very well-established Alien. So these obviously come from the different types of theories that you're talking about.
0: So a lot of those sounds like they take a form that's similar to what we've experienced here on Earth.
1: Literally all ten of these are humanoid. My next thing just says these are all humanoid. Why? Because.
0: So have you seen the movie Arrival? Yes. Okay, I haven't seen it, but I've watched enough trailers and read about it enough that I think that that's also awesome to think about. That That like, yeah. it doesn't take the form of a human. Yeah. Um, like it's have... so different from what we are.
1: That it takes literally years to even figure out a way to communicate with it. Yeah. I think that was one of the most beautiful things there. I, if you 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 need to see, honestly, that's what it's you're already doing queued up. Today. It's
0: already queued up on you the TV. You have watch to this. watch it. Yeah, it's yeah, so just so good. Out of time this morning,
1: um, I just think it's also a really great movie as like a like a a metaphor for communication. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's 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 an amazing movie. You'll love it. So a lot of the other things I listed on here were actually from movies. There's um, Interstellar. And Wrinkle in Time. So, the reason I wrote Interstellar is because it says, what if the aliens are us? Because um, I wanted to talk about the ties between time travel and aliens.
0: So, where Interstellar lost me was with the fourth dimension stuff. Mm-hmm. Because I just could not wrap my head around that. It was I mean, too I, much. I yeah. understood it, but it just, like, it threw a whole wrench in the thing, and... I'll be honest, Interstellar was really freaking upsetting for me. I, first of all, I don't like space movies. I have no desire to go to space. Yeah. Under, under no circumstance, do you send me to space? Okay. Um, but Interesting. But what really upset me was, like, very early on in the movie where they get stuck on that water planet... Sorry, spoilers for those of you who have not watched this movie. What are you doing? Go watch it now. Um, <laughs> when they get stuck on that water planet for like 20 more minutes and then go back up to the spaceship and it's been like 23 years or like 50 Earth years or whatever. Yeah. I immediately just started sobbing in the theater because yeah. I realized... His whole family. A, I'm way too connected to movies apparently, but yeah. B, no, like, I, I his daughter way. had just grown up without her entire father the, her father the entire time. Like That, for me, set me off from that movie, and I was upset the rest of the movie. For
1: Well, the thing is, too, is why it was so upset. Is it, it? I think it was really emotionally jarring because this small glitch in their plan that wasn't even a big deal for them. Like, it wasn't even a big deal that it happened. They fixed it really quickly, they got back on. It was kind of like, oh, that's okay. Weird, fluke, mechanical. We yeah. fixed it. And in that blink for so much to change in their lives. I think it was just, like, very jarring, which I think is very jarring about space. And nothing got done. They just, like, got back up into the spaceship. Like, it wasn't, like, he wasted his whole daughter's life for any, like, purpose. Yeah. It
0: was just gone. And they don't really even talk about, like, the fact that his daughter's now old as hell. It's just, like, you know, this is much time has passed. And then, like, move forward and you realize, like, you sink in and it's like, oh, shit. Well, that another, poor guy in the ship, first of all, and then second of all, that poor daughter. Well, another thing, too, though, is that...
1: Another, like, thing that the movie takes on later on is that time kind of folds in on itself. So, like, yeah, she did age in that, but it's weird when they, like... Where that movie even starts to lose me is, like, when he does go into that other dimension and he's kind of in their house, but he's not, and he's in space, and there's... There's there's so much to that movie that I don't understand, but at the same time, what I, what I think they justify doing that for is because time in that movie is so fluid that even though that much time had passed, the passage of time didn't matter at that point. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Not that it made it any less upsetting. It was really upsetting.
0: Yeah. There's a lot of factors in that movie that just they're they're too heavy for one movie to all be together. Yeah. Like the whole fact that like the girl sought out love to go find a new planet and then that was successful and so you're supposed to follow love was kind of the undertone with that crap and then the planet you came back to was super weird and like inceptiony and like circular. <laughs> it was all weird. There was just a
1: lot. Happening. It was a great movie. It, but it was overwhelming though. I think is the word for me for that movie. It's like it wasn't. I think that I, I watched it that one time. It was like then, overwhelming. Yeah,
0: I think I watched it that one time and then that was enough for I me. I might need to revisit
1: it, but t- this is not the week for me to revisit no. that movie. <laughs> um, another thing that I wanted to touch on was the. Uh, I don't quite remember a lot about them, but because I haven't seen the movie yet. But in a wrinkle, have you read A Wrinkle in Time? Mm-mm. In a wrinkle in time, there are these be- They like go to this planet. Um, they, I don't. Know, they travel through time, but kind of through space. It's 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 a beautiful, beautiful book, and I um, honestly really want to read it as a series because I've only read A Wrinkle in Time. But there are these non humanoid aliens in this um, planet that they go to that helps them that are basically, like, it's, they very well embrace the idea that it's, like, indescribable because it's something that you can't fathom. Mm-hmm. So they're literally just, like, these, like, huge gray blobs, but they don't need form because they, they communicate telepathically. They're basically only emotion. They're, like, basically giant balls of empathy. Mm-hmm. Um, it is one of the sweetest descriptions that I've ever read of, like, a non-humanoid type of alien. Okay. I think it's absolutely one of my favorites. So another factor about a lot of these being humanoid type aliens is um, this like refuting argument that says uh, that it would be called evolutionary implausibility, which is kind of what you were talking about in the sense that there would, there are, when you do all that math, there are still thousands and thousands and thousands of planets that could possibly be similar to ours, Mm -hmm. but also the idea that they would all follow the same line of evolution Mm -hmm. and reach the same, even they not, the amount of fingers, that's another thing, too, that, like, blows my mind, that the fact that, like, a lot of these, like, types of aliens have, like, three to four fingers, like, they look so much like us that we would think that on a different galaxy, they would still have a need for the same amount of, like, prehensile appendages that we would have. Yeah. Like, and they they don't even have tails. Like, there's just so much that's similar about them that right. um, um, evolutionary implausibility kind of disproves in the sense that it's kind of just too similar that all of these would follow the same path that we would have.
0: Right. And also if you think about my thing is if you think about the timeline that we're on and the existence of earth is such a blip mm-hmm. on that timeline yes. who's to say the likelihood that there'd be two blips at that that time that would exist in the same period and reach the point where we you know beyond where we are now where they have interstellar space travel to travel these long long distances to finally make contact yeah like introducing time into it to me reduces the Plausibility. Plausibility that we meet each other to very, 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 very small.
1: So I think the question for me isn't whether or not there is life on other planets or intelligent life on, like, other galaxies. I think for me it's the likelihood that we will ever encounter them. Mm -hmm. Because I—for me, I'm—I just, like, as somebody who, like, believes in math, like, I just feel like (laughs) it's just— it's too self-centered to think that we are the end all be-all of all of all creation and all life. Yeah, um, it can grow in many different ways and under different circumstances. Um I remember seeing this Tumblr post about like, what if there's an alien race that is watching us? but like oxygen is really toxic to them. So to them, we're just like watching or like we're like walking around breathing fire and they think we're monsters because, like <laughs> like what if that's the thing? like it it can be such a different idea of life that like it could yeah. be it's
0: unfathomable to us. Right. But also, this gets you thinking about, like, where did we come from as a planet, as a universe, as a galaxy, as an infinite space? I mean, I've been asking myself this
1: for as long as I can remember, but I've also have, started yeah. to realize that it really doesn't matter. Oh, that's just true. Like, it, it does. It absolutely does. It matters to ask the question, but I think when you take the question far enough back, you start to realize that, like, what matters is that, like, you're here now and you have this consciousness of this vessel that gets to carry around this spark of life and you can do with that what you will and it seems to be that the best thing that we've found as living creatures is like love mm-hmm. so if that's if that seems to be the natural inclination of like where our good comes from and that's really all we understand about the universe like it just makes life really easy because all you have to do is like go around loving everything
0: mm-hmm
1: I don't know if that's too but with consent, but you know, <laughs> shut up. But yeah, like obviously I just think that there's like, a,
0: no, yeah. I, Cause I ask myself that all the time. There's a there's, it, there's a, there's a very distinct line between what we consider good and bad in a person yeah. as a human being, you know, love, compassion, empathy. Um, obviously those are good traits that we should all be following. It's just complicated. When we find the capacity yeah, for them. it's complicated to do that, you know?
1: I think that is kind of the thing, too, is that, like, you can ask yourself where we all came from, and that definitely matters, but for me that, like, when you break down the same spark of life that is, like, in everything, like, in every plant, in the wind, in gravity, and in, in everything, in all magnetism, all like, everything that brings us to this state of life, like, if that spark exists, like, I don't really... I don't really know if there's, like, a way to find the origin of that. And I don't really quite know how much it matters if we, like, get to be vessels of it. Because I know it's, like, also one of those, like, other poetic, like, memes going around. But, like, we really could just be, like, the universe experiencing itself. And that Mm -hmm. still makes the most sense because it's, I mean, like... What else could life be? I don't... I mean, again, though, that might just come because this is the only life we've had. And other aliens could have completely different things that they could teach us that we have no idea about beyond our spectrum of even, like, seeing. Our color spectrum, even.
0: hmm Yeah, I always think back to um, how dogs can see two colors, we can see three colors, butterflies can see five, and, like, uh, the... What is it, mantis shrimp can see, like, 12 or something like that? Wow. Yeah. So it's like, even on this own planet, there are other things that Completely far surpass our abilities just, like, in the standard. Yeah. Like, seeing different colors. Like, I can't imagine what the world would look like if we could see 12 colors. What does it even... I can't even comprehend what I, that looks like. You look, can't. You literally... That's the, that's the best part about it, is you literally
1: can't comprehend it. But it also gives you enough drive to, like, go forward and maybe find a way to find that answer.
0: But also I think that, that gives you insight to the human mind and how not evolved we are. Yeah. Because we can't even comprehend things like that or, like, the concept of infinity or, like, how far the galaxy stretches out. Like, just yeah. think about that for the next five minutes. And I guarantee you, your brain will stop at a certain point and go, I can't do this. I don't want Abort. to do this. Yeah. This is too much. Yeah. Yeah. I, what is it, like
1: 17% of our brain that we use? I start to feel... The, the the boundaries of that stretch when I think too much about these like things that we're talking Like when you think about like infinity or like how big space is for too long, it really will start to your brain just like, starts to
0: do this thing where it like starts to short out. Yeah. And like it won't start it won't continue processing the thought. Yeah. Or, like form new thoughts. And it's just it'll, like my r- brain will r- take r- me r-
1: elsewhere. Like it'll just start showing me pictures of like gus or places I've gone. Like, like, like here, let's do Focus elsewhere. Let's focus do this elsewhere. <laughs> let's do this. Hey, remember your dog? Remember Hey, bring you back to reality. Yeah, please. which honestly, it's it's a little easier out here because these these ideas can also take you. Yeah, to, that's also to why very uncomfortable. I places. don't think
0: that people could an- like handle the question being answered of Are we alone in the universe? Mm-hmm. If we were, I think society would implode. Really, I think. I mean, I think either way, the potential for society imploding is possible. <laughs> yeah, I think that's going <laughs> to happen
1: probably no matter anywhere,
0: what. but like, But I think people would freak the hell out knowing that they're the only people in the universe because that thought is terrifying. Well, if
1: there's a definitive answer, that means we've discovered a lot, too. Like, if we've discovered a definitive answer for us being alone in the universe, imagine how much we must have learned to know that for sure. Yeah. You know what
0: I mean? I think that that's an impossible answer to get because I think that the stretches of exploring the galaxies is never going to be fulfilled. Yeah. And there's always going to be more to explore, and yeah. therefore more potential for more life.
1: Well, especially with our lifetimes. Like, if we don't transcend, like, mortality, there's not really a way for us to explore space because it's it's so much larger than what our concept of uh, lifetimes are. Mm-hmm. But, like, people wouldn't be able to... Even if they did survive it, who would they come back to tell? Because mm-hmm. society might already be gone by the time they come back, mm-hmm. you know? And there's, you know, obviously sci-fi movies that try to place fail-safes for this in their stories, but, like, it's kind of really hard to throw yourself that
0: far across the universe yeah. when your life is, like, a hundred years at best. Yep. Um, yeah, and then the flip side of that, um, there is alien life. I think that could go one of two ways, that being that society implodes, <laughs> or <laughs> that we, you know, say that we find this out by alien life coming to our planet, mm-hmm. and we band together. Yeah. I mean, honestly, there was a there was a Ronald Reagan quote that went something to the effect of how quickly our differences would vanish with the existence of alien life or something like that.
1: If we had a commonality. For all of us. It's the same way, I know this is like the just simplification of it, but it's the same way that like you can squabble with your siblings and cousins as much as possible. But if anybody outside of the family ever like looked and it's not about getting like violent, it's about like it's about your defensive protective yeah. instincts for your kin, right? Mm-hmm. And what we forget is that all of us are our kin, right? So if there's nothing to challenge that, it's really easy to look amongst each other for differences. Where if there... This might be the one time in history that I agree with Ronald Reagan, but <laughs> the idea that an outside force would bring us together is, I mean, it's its, it's true. Yeah, it's, that, History proves it, too, because that type of xenophobia is what we use for war. Like, that's yep. how we make people band together for war. But if it were on a galactic scale, I can't imagine what we could accomplish. We might be even able to save our oceans or planet or some yeah. of the species. It's uh, getting a little late for that. Yeah. Yeah they have gone a little
0: far past that point in the return, mm-hmm. but yeah, I think that you know that's <laughs> that's definitely a, a warming thought. The idea of us banding together to ward off whatever it may be, if they're hostile, of course, but
1: but also another thing too is maybe I, I was just being more optimistic about it. Is like maybe banding together to try to rise to the occasion that like this like more evolved society is trying to reach out to you and is like, hey. Don't do this to each other. Do you want to come talk about it, or like <laughs> do I don't know what hug? they could say, but it could even it couldn't it doesn't have to be hostile for us to want to band together. But I'm also worried that if it wasn't hostile and they were trying to be kind to us, that we might do that like very classic human thing and like
0: try like to what, claim the dominion freaking, over it. Uh, alien well, movie what shows.
1: If what if their planet had resources we wanted? We've we know what we do with people that have resources we want.
0: Yeah, yeah. So on that note, yes. Ideal aliens in your mind, what would they be? Look like, do, act? So, one of the reasons I brought up those uh, wrinkle
1: and time aliens is like that would likely be my most ideal. Like, they were. J- well, also, too, they were just like big, comforting, like, presences like, like, that like, took care of everything. Big Hero 6. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It was just like such a comforting, like, force. And the main character in that story is like a very conflicted, like, bullied little girl. So, it's just. It's so soothing for her, and I read it when I was, like, a much younger, and it was, it was just, like, a very soothing story, so I really liked that. But um, also in the Golden Compass series, there is an alternate dimension that has these, like, sentient bird-type creatures that evolve. Like, part of their natural planet has created, um, like, really smooth highways that's, like, made of a certain type of sap. Mm -hmm. and they've evolved to have this, like, type of wheel, and it's this really strange, obviously it's described outside of, like, human terms of, like, evolution or whatever, so it's this bird that, like, has evolved to have this giant wheel, and it has a nail that can go into it, and it can basically just travel super fast down these, like, natural highways, and it's not that I specifically want, like, think that's my ideal alien, I just, the idea of an alien that has evolved harmoniously with its environment and is literally part of its environment I think would be the coolest. Okay. Kind of avatar like the Living Tree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Living Tree was a
0: really... Ooh, yeah. Yeah,
1: that was a really cool idea. Avatar was great. Yeah. Electro
0: Memories. So how about you? have you seen Batteries Not Included? Oh, my God. Of course I've seen Batteries Not Included. Those are my ideal ideas. Okay, all they right. They're so freaking cute. Yeah, I see it. I you. cannot handle
1: it. Uh, thank you for pulling that movie out of... Oh, man. I haven't thought about that movie in so long.
0: It is one of my favorite movies. It's, I also haven't watched it in probably... I don't know, a decade? Yeah, I might honestly I think go home and it used and to be that. on Netflix a long, long time ago. I think so. But anyway, it's Yeah, that's
1: that's a good alien, though. Good They're choice. just so cute. They're just so cute. That or Baby Yoda. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> wait. Is Baby Yoda on the table? Baby Yoda fucking hands down. Oh, my God. I can't handle it. Um, or also, if we're talking that universe, Wookiees, because they're savage as fuck. Oh, wait. I'm thinking of Ewoks. Wookiees, for sure. Don't get me wrong about Chewie. But I'm thinking of Ewoks, because they're tiny, and they're savage, and they're adorable. And they're sassy. Yeah.
0: They're super sassy. Something cute and fuzzy. That's nice. Yeah. That's kind of, you know, like selfish gremlins. to me, though. Like, it, ideally, it'd be something... No, not gremlins. <laughs> God, no. They're so not cute and fuzzy or soft at all. Mogwai, on the other hand, yeah. But no, not gremlins. Yeah, not gremlins. Um, <laughs> um, I mean, ideally, something that could teach us how to be better versions of us. You know, that could help us save our planet. That would be pretty awesome. Yeah. You I know? would
1: honestly like to get away from being versions of us. I would like to just be something better. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I know what you mean. Um, I, I fully agree with that. But, but
0: also that, like, ties back into the theory of ancient aliens that, like, came in to, like, mother us and, like, guide us towards better. But maybe that was the first jump in civilization. Like, honestly, like, no.
1: there were certain inventions that were definitely, like, the crux that brought us to the next point. Of
0: our evolution or our ability to grow societies together. I would argue that the internet was one of those things. Oh,
1: absolutely. Yeah. But or, it, you
0: know, the nuclear bomb. Mm, yeah, that's,
1: Ugh. yeah, that's, I
0: don't that's the thing that. is like living in a post-nuclear era
1: too, that might, that might be the era where like they were gonna come back and check on us.
0: And then they went, oh, you created that? Oh, Bye. <laughs>
1: later. Yeah, yeah,
0: you're dumb. Yeah.
1: How like, dare you? Even, even creating it, you used it. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you, you didn't used just it
0: twice. You didn't just create it. Oh, you did it twice. Okay, on, oh, on oh, people. Great. Oh, great. Okay. Nice. Literally Real worst nice. case
1: scenario. If I were an alien, I think the end of the day what I'm saying is if I were an alien, I would drive the fuck past this planet. <laughs> There's also that joke of like, somebody who's like, no, aliens are probably like rolling up their windows and locking their doors when they drive by Earth because <laughs> yeah. we see what we're doing
0: here. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> they go, we'll come back in about in a thousand years when you guys have completely you know, eviscerated the earth, and we can just come up and clean them up. Yeah.
1: That water looks like it might still be viable. Those maybe little we fire, can breathers
0: yeah. <laughs> so fire
1: breathers are terrible. fire Get that oxygen out of here. So maybe have if they... You... Go ahead. <laughs> say, maybe if they burn off enough of the atmosphere, the oxygen will go too. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> it will. It, it will. Don't like it it will. That's Don't all worry, guys. We that's what you. we're going to do. <laughs> Honestly, give us ten years. You don't even have to wait a fucking millennium.
0: <laughs> God. So have you had any... Um, Encounters with what you might think would be aliens? Um, not
1: aliens. I've definitely had, like, one, like, probably a few, but one very specific and definitive, like, supernatural encounter, but it was not alien at all. Um, More, like,
0: ghost paranormal. Yeah,
1: one for another day, um, just because it's such a story. But I think
0: that it's so funny that they, that people lump those in the same category. Like, aliens and ghosts are kind of, like, the same thing. But it might just be where something not that we don't understand, though. Yeah. I mean, they're like, paranormal encounters or whatever, those all are lumped in together, but, like, yeah, that's true. That's the idea true. of aliens, to me, is a lot more feasible than the idea of a ghost. Interesting. But maybe not, actually, That now that we're thinking about, like, transcendence and maybe that's the next hurdle.
1: Yeah. Well, that's another reason, the only, like, one of my big linchpins in believing in ghosts is that, like, energy is energy, and, like, if somebody's energy is tied up in a lot of, like, emotion, and that was, like, their final moment, like, I... I I don't disbelieve that, you know? So and yeah. it, it kind of comes from the same vein of belief, but it, I don't think that they're at all similar or connected. Yeah. Well, they might be. I don't know. They might be. Because our perceptions of things could just be how we handle information bigger than our brains. Right. You know? What if it is the same thing and it's just how people interpret
0: it? Mm-hmm. So I've only had one experience, and I remember it to this day. Okay. It was not that long ago. What? I would say, like six or seven years ago. Okay. In this very backyard. Um, I have some of those like zero gravity chairs that you like can recline way back on. Mm-hmm. And it was like, you know, summer and summers in Sacramento at night are absolutely gorgeous. So I spent a lot of my time outside just like chilling out, like listening yeah. to music, whatever. Really nice
1: mild nights here. Um, yeah.
0: So I would say it was probably, it was not that late, maybe like 9, thirty, ten. 10. It yeah. was dark outside, but it was not that late. And I was just enjoying the backyard like I usually do, you know, lounging back, looking up. And, um, there were three very distinct lights that were acting very erratic and moving in a way that was not possible for our current abilities with air, like, powered things or like air, airplanes, whatever. And, um, then they just like stopped, stopped moving. And I just remember feeling like pure panic because I just immediately knew what it was. I was like, that's a fucking alien. And I just remember bolting inside and like. I just knew oh my God. everything in my body was telling me, like, that's a fucking alien, get inside right now. Because it was so erratic, it was so impossibly human, like, that could not happen with what we have now. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, it wasn't a matter of a drone. Drones were not a thing back then. Yeah. Like, they didn't move like drones move. It was, like, very, very rapid, and then, boom, stop. I was like, okay, well, I'm going inside now. Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> Goodbye. That's wild, It was dude. terrifying.
1: That is absolutely wild. There was one time where it was, like, pre-dawn, and I was, like, watching this light, only because it wasn't doing that thing that planes do, where, like, even if it's a blinking light and it's going across, it continues to go across. It was, like, just staying in one area and, like, zigzagging, and it wasn't... It just didn't seem to be doing anything that, like, a plane would be doing. Could it have been a helicopter? No, because it was moving faster than that. Okay. That was the thing, is it was, like, it was the movement of it and why it stayed in one area versus, like, moving
0: across the sky yeah. over time. Yeah, these look like stars. They're, like, white little dots that look like yeah. stars, but they're moving really fast, yeah, and then yeah, they yeah. just stopped. That's so interesting, yeah. I've never had any experience like that or before that. That's the only time. Yeah. Yeah, thinking about it, like, really makes me have sweaty palms. Damn, dude. Yeah. Well, plus, too, all of your physical... I. Definitely
1: trust those things. All of your, like, physical, visceral reactions to it seem to, like, kind of point to something that,
0: like, you know yeah. wasn't... it wasn't like a, let's process it for a second. I was like, I saw it, and I was like, that's fucking it. I gotta go. Yeah. yeah we gotta go. It's yeah. Inside, everybody. <laughs> and I've, you know, I've never really been that kind of person that's like, oh, I believe in aliens, they're existing, blah, blah, Like, yeah, like, the idea seems sound, like, yeah. it's possible for it's sure, possible. but do I think it's likely? I'm just open-minded enough okay. to say it's not not possible. Yeah. Yeah. But
1: that also makes it really scary when you see something like that, because you're willing to see it for what it is. So that's my only encounter with that stuff. Cool. That's going to be fun for you to watch Arrival, then.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Great. Can't wait. (laughs) It's going to be great. (laughs) Yay. Yeah, so that's it. That's Aliens, y'all. That's Aliens. Um, Tell us your theories. We want to know them.
1: Have you had an encounter? We want to hear it. If you have had a ghost story... Encounter. Wait. Oh yeah, we should do ghosts next Ooh, time. let's do ghosts next. I did not mean to say ghost story, but I do want to hear your ghost stories.
0: Yeah, um, share us with your share us your ghost stories, and we'll let us know what your encounters
1: control. have been. I've also have. I also, have, a, I also
0: paranormal. have paranormal stuff. I Same can girl. Yeah. we should do that. Okay. We should definitely do that. That'll be yeah. that'll be a several parter because, yeah. oh,
1: ghosts are scary yeah, and they, they make me uncomfortable.
0: Just the idea of that opening like a whole other phase of life, basically, just. Well, I think that's another Again. thing that all of these go into, is they're just, like, different ideas of life, so... Yeah, it changes life as we know it. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, this is uncomfortable. I need
1: a hug. Let's go get the dogs.
0: All right, well, thanks for listening, guys. Welcome to 2020. I have a good feeling about this year. And I hope to have a good feeling about I this I did not year. have a good feeling about it last year. I had a pretty terrible feeling about last year, and I had a pretty terrible year, and I, I feel pretty happy about this year. I feel pretty hopeful.
1: I'm really good. I'm really, really glad to hear that. Yeah. I don't have feelings about 2020, but I am very, very determined to make the best of it, and I feel like that is, the feeling might be determination, mm-hmm. which means, like, there's no way it's going to be a bad year because I'm not going to let it be.
0: Well, you know, we were having that discussion about um, the roaring 20s and the 20s, yeah. the 1920s, and how, like, that was such a wonderful decade because it had so many, I mean, it was a terrible decade, but it was a wonderful decade in the idea of all of the changes that came about in society in the U.S. Yeah. and like changes for women, changes for the economy, and like all of these crazy things that were happening. I mean, 1929 kind of blew, but yeah, um, just like all of this stuff that was like it was so just a, revolutionary. An era of yeah, and I feel like we've been on this boiling point for so long here yeah. that it's going to also spark an era of growth again. Yeah. And I feel really, like, optimistic and hopeful about it. Yeah. And putting that out in the universe to have it come back. So. There's
1: a sound clip from a song that I was just listening to by Ivy Soul. And it's a person at the end of a song who goes, um, there is no elevation without trials. And I think we forget that, like, maybe it was a bad year in 2019 because there is a lot of change coming this decade. And, like, mm-hmm. that can be uncomfortable, but mm-hmm. it can also mean a lot of good change. Mm-hmm. Agreed uncomfortable i didn't even realize i said that (laughs) (laughs) it fits
0: it does all right guys well we'll see you next time thanks for listening we love you Mm, bye send us your stuff bye